Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we cover a new character every week. This week, we are doing Killmonger, Usurper, and I'm your host, Fred. I'm Brad. I'm Brandon. And I'm Steven. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's real good to hear from you guys. Uh, how are you doing, Steven? I'm fine. I've recovered from my my ear infection. <laughs> That's good to hear. Uh, I used to have those all the time when I was a kid. I hate them. They're the worst. Uh, how are you doing, Brandon? Apparently better than you guys because I clean my ears. <laughs> no, and, you can get you can get the ear infection by not cleaning. You you would clean your ears but not drain it out properly because the water still stays in there. So that's a fallacy. <laughs> and how are you doing, Brad? I'm sick. Yeah, you got a you got the vid going at. Well, uh, we will we will soldier forward with with our show today. Uh, let's go into a real quick tournament breakdown. Uh, coming up next week, uh, that's going to be I should st- say the date. Uh, coming up on uh, November the eighteenth. There is going to be a tournament at South Charleston uh, Lost Legion, and it's going to be a affiliations event, uh, an affiliation battle. So everyone bring your favorite affiliation, and we'll have some fun. Uh, I think there's supposed to be quite a few people there. Yeah, we, uh, we may have eight. Yeah, that's that's that counts as quite a few for that location (laughs) that's a pretty good turnout we're in west virginia everybody give us a break uh following up uh on the following saturday that would be the 25th there is a tournament at uh fabricators forge in pittsburgh that is also going to be an affiliation battle and then coming up on december 2nd uh there is going to be a uh, tournament at North Coast Games in Cleveland. Is that uh, is it in Cleveland? Is that correct? Uh, it's one of the suburbs. Uh, it's Mentor, but yeah, if you go to the east side of Cleveland, you'll be in the vicinity. So, yeah, yeah. So if you're in the vicinity of any of those locations, go to those tournaments. You should play. <coughs> tournaments are fun, everybody. Well, uh, now. We need to go on towards uh, AMG has come out with a new game type, a new a new tournament type, I should say. It's called a timeline event, uh, and I'm going to toss it over to Brad to talk about because he I, I have read it, but not in depth, not as in depth as Brad has. So, Brad, why don't you take us away? I I'm pretty sure Fred read the first paragraph of the press release thing right before we went on air but yes (laughs) i have read more of it than him uh so there's a couple things here this is already not a very popular format uh people talking about not wanting to do it uh and it requires 32 people minimum to do uh so there's a pr- there's a very good chance that no tournaments actually ever use this format. Uh, yeah, because that's steep. Yeah, AMG's gonna try, and I bet not enough people sign up. 
and they have to cancel it. Now, I think I know what's wrong. So I think that there is a good format in here with a few tweaks. So restricting what characters and tactics cards you could take, that can definitely be interesting. In fact, I don't think they did too bad of a job uh, selecting stuff. So there's no Hulk, there's no Mortal Hulk, no Thanos, no Malekith. Uh, the only big boy left is She-Hulk. And so, Magneto. And Magneto, yes. Um, Magneto, much easier to kill, though, than the rest of those models. Mm -hmm. Juggernaut's still there, still an easier model to kill. So the big boys are gone. Most of the crazy first-turn plays are gone. There's no... Um, big Reveal. What? Beta Ray Bill, eyes on prize. <laughs> yeah, there's not, there's not that. There's not even first class. There's no storm. Uh, there's no. What's the one that you give power to your teammates? Uh oh, advanced research. R &D? Advanced R and D. Yeah, that one. That's gone. Uh, it's it's more like when people talk about playing fair Marvel. And I don't think that's a very fair term to use. But there's no jank. And that's interesting. They could have picked other groups of models and other uh, tactics cards, and it would have been interesting. The three-list format, I think, can work. Here is where I think they lost everyone. You have to preset the order you are playing your list. You designate one as roster one, another one as roster two, and the third one as roster three. And you play them in order, that order, one, two, three. If there's three more rounds, you do one, two, three. And after the cut to top eight, you play them three, two, one. I think if you had to play every list, and uh, but you got to pick which list when you got to the table, that it would be a much better format and people would actually play it. Like the old War Machine Divided Conquer. Mm. I, uh, I, I, I like that as a concept, but it would mean that sometimes it would be one player uh, choosing which of three um, rosters to bring against another player who would choose which of three. I don't know. There could be a little bit of analysis paralysis. This is at least looking at it from my perspective. This is supposed to be a top-level format. Yeah. And and that little bit of list chicken is good for a top-level event. Okay. I, I agree. I, even, I agree. I even like the fact that you can't take characters in more than one roster or tactics cards in more, more than one roster. I think all of that's fine. I think the playing the lists in order is where they actually lose people. Yeah. And if this fails the first year, they have to go back and revisit it. Either scrap it or change it. And I bet it's going to fail. Mm -hmm. Now, there's another thing that these timeline lists, I think, have shown us. 
And I think they have shown us the future. Would you like to know the future, Fred? I, I've always wanted to know what the future is. Okay. So first, there's the obvious things. We know now the affiliations of several characters that we did not know before. Like Shadow King is Brotherhood. Iceman, Bishop, Nightcrawler, Shadowcat, all uncanny X-Men. Not a big surprise. You've, you forgot Professor X? Oh, yeah, Professor X. Uncanny X-Men. Not a big surprise. We knew him already because he has a leadership. Yeah. yeah. Bishop is X-Force. We now know that for sure. Uh-huh. We also know some of the tactics cards. So there's a card that comes in the Bishop pack called something about preserve the preserve dream. Preserve the dream? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is an X-Force card. There's a couple other tactics cards that we now know whether they're affiliated cards or not and all that stuff. That's all cool. But I think there's a bunch of stuff that's not written down that we also know. So here are my predictions. We're getting more A-Force models, probably a leader. Ooh. We're going to get a new Avengers leader and a new Cabal leader. Okay. We're going to get new Sentinels. Okay. We're going uh, at least half of the Spider-Foes Criminal Syndicate box. At least half, maybe all of them, will be Criminal Syndicate. I think we'll get new Mm. defenders, including a new leader. We'll get new Winter Guard. And this one's more of a hope than a guess, but I think we're going to get some new mutants. (laughs) I mean, there's still so many to go. Yeah, even more than they've already announced. Okay. Is this just your prediction? Like, are you basing this off of any information, or is this just... So, uh... most of those affiliations on there either got one model added because of the new core box to their list, or nothing added to their list, like Sentinels. And the fact that they are pushing them on these timelines... Because they've always said that the new stuff coming out will be put will be playable in timelines. Okay. So I'm thinking that some of these affiliations are on there because future models are going to be added to those affiliations and that they will be playable. There might even be more Wakandas coming because they have a five-model list under timelines. Original Killmonger and original Black Panther aren't on there. Hmm. But they did get two new leaders, so maybe that's all they're getting. Okay. Wow. That's some okay. bold predictions. I, I, <laughs> I, bet, I think there's. Hold on. Let me count how many predictions I have there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of them. I bet six, at least, are accurate. 
I I I believe you. I bet that you're correct. Now that would uh, because they're marketing this, the, they're trying to push this forward as a as a game type and and they want you to be able and, to they want you to buy the new stuff and play it. And if the affiliation like they put out new Sentinels and the Sentinel affiliation isn't on there, where are you going to play the Sentinels? Right. And it's very, very weird that Cabal and Avengers only have one leader in this format. Yeah, it, it is. That is weird. <laughs> uh, now, uh, well, okay. Yeah, that well, is weird. Yeah, the surprising thing is that, uh, for Cabal at least, um, Sin is in the Hydra affiliation, but they don't have her listed as a Cabal leader. I know. Cassandra Nova's the same way. She's listed under uh, Sentinels and not under Cabal. I have put in a question on the question forums about this, mm -hmm. but it has not been answered as of recording. So I don't know if this was a mistake or on purpose. If it's on purpose, it's super weird and makes my life very hard. So I hope it's just an accident. Well, yeah. Then, then the question comes in is if you run two more shall rise with both Sin and Red Skull out there, right? Can you switch over to Sins? Yeah, exactly. I, that's a great question. I bet you could. Two more shall rise says that you can use their affiliations, right? You gain those affiliation bonuses. But if she's not Cabal, how can she have a Cabal affiliation leadership? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, uh. Oh, boy. So here's what I think is going to happen. I think Sin being on the list was a mistake. And I think Cassandra Nova just is going to end up being added to Cabal. Now, that's okay. just that's pure guess. Yeah, there's another mistake I saw. Give me a second. Okay, um, tactics card. Uh, unaffiliated. First one, Astral Plane. Who's that a part of? That is coming in the Xavier box. Oh, Astral Plane. Oh, I, I thought it was Astral Rank. No. Excuse me. No. It's just a new card uh, that's not out yet. Did you notice that? Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Well, I read that incorrectly, so that is my fault. <laughs> I was confused for a second, too, and then I remembered because I know all the X-Men stuff. Pretty, Correct. Pretty, Correct. It, it lives in my heart, Stephen. So, oh, no, I, I understand this. I understand this. So I had to have one gaffe on this cast, at least. And so. Stephen, <laughs> I think you have a breakdown slash quiz for us about timelines. Is that correct? Sure. I sure do. So uh, how many characters are on the list, guys? Do you, did you care to take a look at that? Oh no. <laughs> uh I I I have not pulled up the list. Are are not on the list? No, no. How many characters are available to play? 77. Mm. Technically that is correct. For uh, real? Technically it is correct. There are 77. Now there are 76 cuz Sentinel MK4 is you know, obviously listed twice, right? I have an important question before we move on. Did you just sure. pull that out of your butt, Brandon? Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh <my God. clears throat> 
<laughs> wow. That was very good. But 77 felt like a good number. So, yeah, the Sentinel uh, MK4 uh, is instances of two. So there are 76 unique characters. 77 characters in total. And with that, there are three characters we do not have stats for, so they will not be statted out in this game because I really don't know what they do, right? Um, mm-hmm. in, in what we're about to do. Okay. So, okay. are we, are we, is that one of the questions? Which three models do we not have cards for yet? Well, you know this, Brad. They're all I units. know. It's, it's Bishop, <laughs> Iceman, and Professor X. Correct. Correct. Yes. So, I just wanted a softball to get myself started. <laughs> Does it count if it was self-tossed? Everyone has to start somewhere. Tell me you weren't okay. in your backyard throwing yourself a softball and hitting it with a bat. I've done it many a times. I'm probably one of the few, one of the few of us that has done that. I, yeah, I was gonna say he's the only <laughs> person who maybe has. <laughs> no, I I have two, so I mean, oh okay, yeah. All right, so uh, going in this, uh, you guys can probably guess which affiliation has the most members available to it. Avengers. Is it Avengers? That is correct. Which affiliation has the least? Wakanda. Wakanda. Is it Sentinels? It is, yeah, it is Sentinels. Because yeah. it's even if, they... you, even if you count the Mark IV twice, it's only four models. Right. So, um, Wakanda has the second least with five. Uh-huh. Winter Guard and Web Warriors have six. <laughs> and then for the ones that have the most, we have Cabal at 16, following Avengers at 17. And then, um, X-Men and Criminal Syndicate and Hydra all have 12. All Uh, right. So, um, what affiliation has the highest average threat of characters in it? Wakanda. What what was the word you said, Rhett? Okay, threat. highest a- average threat. Threat. Oh, threat. oh, of course. Sorry. <laughs> A-force. Okay. Threat? Average threat. Oh, that's... Um, I'm going to say... I'm uh, A-force and Wakanda have been taken. So I'm going to say... I'm going to say Sentinels. Which is correct. Oh, yeah, because yeah, it's so. four and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people forget, you know, the other ones get brought down. But to be fair, my question was gonna be as a Koye a part of Wakanda. Yes. Uh yes. yes. Yeah. Hey, not all the models are in there, Fred. Don't get Oh sad. yeah, you're right. You're right. That is a so, valid question. So A Force has an average threat value for its members at three point seven five. Um what was the other one that was mentioned? Wakanda. Wakanda is 3.60. Now, Fred had it right at 4.5, but the Avengers come in at 3.88. They are the second highest. The reason being is because they have a six threat and three five threats available. And no twos. 
Who are the three five threat? You have Cable. You have uh, Captain Marvel, Cosmic Avenger, and King T'Challa. Oh yeah, King T'Challa. Oh yeah. Threat. I forget mm-hmm. about that. And coming in uh, third place for threat value average. It is a tie between Shield and Brotherhood. Mm, so. Brotherhood's a good answer. So these lists are probably going to get a little bit taller than the other list. So, um, do you guys want to try to guess who has the least amount of threat on average for their affiliation? Hydra. Hydra. Okay. Web Warriors. Web Warriors? Brandon? What's the question? The lowest man. The lowest average threat that is available on their threat roster. Yeah. No guess? Is it Cabal? Cabal. Okay. No, it is not. So, Fred? You said Hydra, correct? Yes. You would be correct. Their I'm average a thousand today, man. <laughs> the average threat of their characters on the list is 3.33. Web Warriors was a good guess, Brad, but it's the third lowest at 3.5. Defenders happens to be at 3.42 coming in second place. So if you build a list with Defenders and Web Warriors and Hydra more than likely your list is going to go as a wide uh, scenario team. So, all right. It, getting in, getting into funner stuff. Go ahead, Fred. I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to ask, is um, uh, Ghost Rider either version part of Timelines? Is he? No. no. Nope. nope. Okay. That nope. answers that question. He's all right. Gone. Thank you. All right. So, uh, the breakdown of physical versus energy versus mystic attack. You are going to want to take characters that have a high physical defense because there are 104 physical attacks in the timeline uh, between all the characters. There are 39 energy attacks, and there are 15 mystic attacks available. Oh, no. So few. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Is it Carnage's time to shine? <laughs> it might be, <laughs> but here's the whole thing. All right. Uh, surprisingly enough, the average for the mystic defense and the physical defense are practically the same. If you take it across all characters and you average it out. Okay. Which was surprising to me. Like if you added up everybody and then divided it, it comes out to like 0.02 difference. It's really small. However, the average defense for energy attacks dips way below two. Uh, dips way below three. It's like at a 2.84. Mm. So be aware of that. So energy attacks might be in a, in a premium spot. So uh, can you guess how many area attacks there are in the physical category? Physical area. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I can't. I'm, I'm gonna say 
three. I can't think of very many physical area attacks. I'm going to go with one. Okay. Fred, you're correct again. Holy crap. (laughs) All right. How many beam physical attacks are there? Zero. One. Doesn't Cyclops have a beam physical attack? No. Yeah. No, he does not. Oh, because it's energy. (laughs) I actually don't have a single beam physical attack in the game, so I'm I'm going to agree with Logan. But Logan's not one of the characters. Again, Fred, you are correct. It is one. It is actually War Machine. War Machine. I have not seen War Machine on the table in more than two years. (laughs) Uh, Fred, take that and multiply it by 60. And that's 60 out of the 77 characters they picked for timelines. And the other 17 are new characters. So... Oh, okay, we'll move, I see. We'll we'll move on to energy. How many beams are in the energy attack profile? Three. Nine. Two. Brandon? Three. It's actually five. I think how Brandon many, gets it. How many area attacks are there? Energy, energy area attacks? Mm-hmm. Two. Zero. Um, one. Well, there is a point of contention, but we will get to that. Oh. Technically, on characters, there is zero. But there one on is card. one on a tactics card. For claw. <clears throat> oh, claw. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the. Uh, it's it's his weird it. thing. Great. So, yeah. So everyone was right but me on that. Super, one. supersonic annihilator. Okay. And now we'll go to mystic. How many area mystic attacks are there? Three, one, zero. Table has There's- one. There's oh. actually two. Yeah, because uh, um, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? Shadowland Daredevil has one. He's on not in there. Oh, he's not in there. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. But, but Mister Sinister is. Oh, Mister Sinister. <laughs> and then, how many beam Mystic attacks are there? Zero. One. Yeah, I'll, go, I'll go with zero. It's actually one. <laughs> it's Mister Sinister again, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So um, we have, uh, there are characters in the game that can choose between their physical or energy attacks. How many, how many of those attacks are there? So these are characters that can switch between and say, I want to attack this person with energy because they're weak to it. And they have that, that availability to them. Is it specifically those two? Energy Mystic? Correct, yes. Okay. No, no, no. Physical physical energy. Physical energy. Physical energy. Physical energy. Okay. Uh, I have a clarification. Oh, okay. Well, I'll I'll ask it afterwards. I'm going to say three. 
I'm going to go with two. It's actually six. Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. There are three builders and three spenders that can switch between physical and energy. Uh, do you count Arnim Zola in this category? Because yes. he can switch we'll, between all three, we'll, right? We'll, we'll get to this. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's a variable attack that is between energy and mystic that you can choose. How many, how many attacks are available in this uh, timeline roster? Two. One. Zero. Brad, you are correct. It is two. I know Psylocke's one of them. Who's the other? The new Red Skull. And last but not least, we have one attack that is a variable that can do all three types. Well, I kind of spoiled it. <laughs> yes, you did. It is Arnim Zola. So, I believe characters that have these type of attacks might be at a premium, just because uh, they can switch off to an energy, which is very nice in the fact that our energy defense tends to be the lowest across all characters. All right? Okay. So... I'm going to finish up with one little more thing, okay? So, in this in the, in this breakdown for physical attacks, we have 37 builders. We have 14 that are gainers. We have 50 that are spenders. So this is why physical attacks are like at a premium, right? I mean physical defense. And then we have Three physical attacks that have zero cost. And what I mean by this is that they cost nothing to use, but they do not gain you anything either. So they don't gain you power. They don't cost you power. They just, you're just attacking somebody. So hmm. for the little quiz, okay, who are the three characters that possess these zero cost attacks? Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> hmm. They changed Electra's to be a gainer, didn't they? Right, they did. So not Electra's her. is not Electra. Well, hers is not a physical attack either. Oh, it's not? It's I thought it was. It's Mystic. Oh, my mistake. Mystic. Actually, I made a mistake. We'll go up to 38 physical. I'll tell you my mistake in a second. And there are only two characters now that have... Um, that have this... An attack that gets you nothing and costs nothing. Yeah, there's only two, yeah. Mm -hmm. I cannot think of them. Uh, the first character is War Machine. Second character is Daredevil with his baton. Oh, War, okay. War, War Machine has barrage rockets. My mistake was Craven because his... Second attack costs zero, but it's actually acts as a builder. So I put Craven up in there. So um, the, does the Kukri get you anything? Yeah, it gains you one power. It's one. It's a gainer. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, as stated before, we have thirty-four energy attacks. Um, we have uh, fifteen builders, eight energy gainers, fourteen energy spenders, and then two zero energy costs. I mean. Energy, zero cost. Um, so who are the owners of these uh, energy attacks that gain you nothing but build your opponent up if you do damage? Oh, boy. I, I, oh, this is tough. Uh, 
I'll give you a hint. One of them's in the new core box. Oh. Oh, uh, is it, um, oh gosh, what's her name? Carol Danvers. Uh, whatever her name is. Negative. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Whoops. Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel, negative. thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a negative. Any guesses? No. In the new core box. Brandon? I have no guess at all. Doc Ox Beam actually cost him zero. Oh, of and course. And it's an attack. Yeah. And then our second character that has one of these is a Koye. Oh, okay. All right. So on Mystics, like I said, we have uh, four Mystic Builders, two Mystic Gainers, nine Mystic Spenders, and zero Mystic, zero cost. But interestingly enough for those mystic gainers who are the uh who are the characters that are sporting those psylocke mm-hmm. uh is mr sinister no oh okay how many brandon had mentioned again? brandon had mentioned her too it's electra right yeah it's electra oh yeah i gave both of you a chance to figure that out hey i got one of them <laughs> Yeah, it's because it's a mutant. It doesn't count. Okay. So for the variable attacks, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to... Uh, we're going to go into that just a little bit. So uh, for physical energy builders, we have... Uh, here to guess anybody who's got those? Phys- physical energy builders. Do you mean... I'm I'm confused by the question. Like, uh, okay. you mean that are both right. physical and energy? No, no, no. I'll give it away. So Hawkeye, okay, he shoots his arrow. He determines whether it's physical or energy, and it is his builder. So that's one of them. Okay. You name the other two. Hawkeye. Right. That's, <laughs> that's what, what he said. said. That's what he said. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> oh boy, this is tough. It, um, I know Red Skull too. Nope, negative. Okay, that's a spender. He's also not playable in timelines. Oh, he. Oh, okay. Never mind. You guys, give up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Green Goblin. Of course. And Modok Scientist Supreme. I feel salty that I didn't get Green Goblin. <laughs> I'm kicking myself. We have physical energy spenders, and who are the owners of these attacks? Green Goblin? Green Goblin is one. That's correct. <laughs> How many are there? There's two more. Red Skull. Well, I got mine. Red Skull, Master of the World? No, because he's a mystic energy, and that's a builder for him. It just seems like he would. Uh, I don't know. I'll give you a hint. This is a Cabal member. One of them. I'll give you another hint. They're both Russian. Oh. Uh, Omega Red? Omega Red is one. The last one is oh, Russian. Is it uh, Crimson Dynamo? 
No, it is not. Dark Dark Star? It is Dark Star. Okay. Dark Star's on Cabal. Oh, no, wait. She's not. You said one of them was Cabal. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> uh, I was confused. I was like looking he, through Cabal's in my said, head. He could have said both of them are Winter Guard. Yeah, but that would have made it a whole lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> so, but this is kind of like my breakdown on uh, where things are lying out. And like I said, I think characters that have that variable uh, physical to energy or mystic to energy attack or even Arnim Zola with his might be um, might be characters that are looked at uh, a little bit um, closer because they they do seem to go into this uh, meta a little bit a little bit better because of the uh, lower average uh, energy defense. It's not yeah. to say it's foolproof, but it might be. Good to have one of those. And there are a lot of physical attacks, so make sure your physical defenses are up. Or you have people who can um, modify physical dice or up their defense dice for physical attacks. So I hope you guys like this little uh, dissertation. Yes. Yeah. It's good for engagement. People can play along. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh you uh, you did just talk a lot but Stephen but I uh, I want to know what your take on uh, King T'Challa is because you were not here last last week right yeah I'm I'm not too impressed by him to tell you the truth okay so maybe that's because I'm biased because I run five threats that are Doctor Strange and Ghost Rider quite often yes and I don't think I would get as much out of King T'Challa as I do those characters. Maybe it's just not my play style. I'm not, I'm not trying to get down on the guy or anything, but uh, that's just, that's just my personal opinion to be quite honest. Um, I'm sure if you like Wakanda, um, you'll be like looking at him, but I don't see why you run him over the 4.1 to tell you the truth. Okay. You can't play the 4.1 in timeline. Correct. So maybe, but if we're not talking about timelines, you're just going to your store, you know, on an average Thursday night and you're doing things. Um, I just, I just don't see, just don't see it to tell That's you fair. the truth. That's so. fair. Uh, what, what do you think you're going to give them on a, on a, on a letter grade? For me personally, C plus. Okay. There we go. Uh, I don't know well, if that's good or bad. <laughs> uh, I think that we were all B, B minuses. I don't, or was one of us a B plus? I may have given him a B plus. I don't remember. But uh, I like how he says one of us like it was anyone that wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> I think wow. I gave him a B. I think I gave him a B. I don't remember. This was a week ago, so it was it, it might as well have been last year. Anyway, uh is there anything else that we need to cover before we move on to the gentleman that we are here to cover today? Uh I think uh to follow up on timeline events, I think it's very very much in the interest of people to figure out which affiliations they would like to run and then mash them together. Um 
Otherwise, I think you'll be disappointed because that'll allow you flexibility in your games to switch from one to the other instead of getting stuck into one play style. I would like to make it clear that I have absolutely zero interest in ever playing this format. I do. And we, we were discussing before the cast how this could be a nice little uh, a tournament where you only pick characters from the timeline events and uh, tactics cards and just do a one-off and just have one roster, right? So, I think, yeah, that's, I, I, I think that's far more interesting than what they have decided to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, the restriction is not what I don't like. The what I don't like is the the way that they force you to do your rosters. Not even knowing who's all legal. You've already told me enough characters who weren't, and I have zero interest. <laughs> Can I play Kingpin? No. Nope. All right, nope. negative twelve percent interest. The only criminal leaders are Claw and Modok. I'd play Modok. Back to zero. You can play Daredevil <laughs> Defenders. Without Hulk, Ghostrider, and Immortal Hulk, zero interest. Black Cat's so still in the list. Nerf Black Cat? Yeah, sure. I'm still 0%. Not helping your cause. <laughs> what, you don't like Mbaku? No. What else? Well... <laughs> Let, what I like. let, let's it move on. A, it took me a long time to figure out what I like. I'm I'm very I'm a simple man. I like to stand on points and not roll dice. That that's fair. You want to throw everything instead of attacking. Easier that way. Yep. All right. Well, the person that we're here to cover today is Killmonger, comma usurper, otherwise known as oh boy, Unjadaka. Uh, uh, Unjadaka. I I butchered that. Everyone, I apologize. Uh, his physical defenses are four. Uh, his defenses are four physical, three energy, and four mystic. He has six stamina on both sides of his card. Uh, he is four threat, size two, and he has a movement speed of medium. And Stephen, why don't you go over his attack suite? Sure will. Um, first one we have is vibrant vibranium weapons. It is an energy attack, range of two. Strength of 5. After the attack is resolved, this character gains power equal to the damage dealt. And on a wild, it triggers a pierce. Change one of the defending characters. Crit, wild, or shield results to a blank. Is that a hit there? Oh, that's a hit. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a misprint. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked at it. I'm reading it, right? And it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, we have uh, Covert Armament. It is a physical attack. It is a range four. It is strength of four. After the attack is resolved, this character gains one power. Also, if the target character is within two, it may not modify its defense dice during this attack. So, no cover, no uh, re rolls. And then, last but not least, uh, we have. Kalinia's Fury, it is range 3, strength is 6, will cost 3 power. Add dice to this attack roll equal to the character's current wound value. And then the target character cannot modify its defense dice during this attack. All right. 
Uh, hey, Brandon, why don't you do his affiliation bonus? Strength of the new generation. It's a Wakanda affiliation. During the power phase, choose up to three allied characters. Give each chosen character an herb token. While a character with an herb token is attacking, it may spend its token to add one die to its attack roll at the end of the round. When removing activated tokens from characters, remove all herb tokens from characters. The character that has an herb token removed this way suffers a damage and gains a power. Okay, and Brad, why don't you finish out the card? Uh, active superpower pounce. It costs through two. Throw this character short. It does not suffer damage if it collides with another character terrain feature. Use once per turn. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, I I can't, Fred. Uh, okay. And the final one is Untamed Force. Uh, it is a reactive superpower. That's power two. Uh, after an attack targeting this character is resolved, it may use this superpower. If the attacker is within range two, this character may make a vibranium weapons attack targeting the attacker, <coughs> and this superpower can be used only once per turn. Uh, and the back side is uh, exactly the same, I believe. I believe it is exactly the same. So that is Killmonger Usurper. So the the elephant in the room here is uh, whether or not he can do Usurp the Throne. And the answer is he cannot. Because Usurp the Throne specifically says Killmonger. So, but it is likely that this ca this character will have his own tactics cards that we don't know what they are yet. But uh, what is everyone's uh, quick and dirty takeaway here? Um, I I gotta say the I think that the best thing on this card is the reactive <coughs> untamed force because that is it's always nice to be able to clap back whenever you get hit. And Vibranium Weapons is not a... It is an energy attack, which, as we've gone over previously, has a... There aren't enough characters with good energy defense. And it's a pretty good attack. It does five threat. But it's know, got I, a pierce, Fred. It's and it's pierce. got a pierce. Yeah. So I think that that's, a, that's pretty good. Uh, but uh, what's your takeaway here, Steven? This guy is... Baller. Yeah. Seriously. Okay. Everything that you could ever want on the first Killmonger, except for the card, of course. Okay. Is vibranium weapons same attack, right? Yep. What's the problem with Killmonger? I don't have enough power, right? Well, guess what? You got covert armament. It's a gainer. I love it. You move up, throw something, gain power, and then all of a sudden you're sitting on three power next turn. So, I mean... And then you can just go hog wild. I just because you know that Kalani's fury. Oh, talk about beautiful! Because yeah. like on Sabretooth, it's limited. Okay, so so imagine if you got ten damage on a Hulk and you're doing this. It's uh, damage on it's this on character. It's, 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 uh, it's oh, this on the Killmonger. Oh, I, I yeah. read that correctly. Okay. Well, the most you can ever get is five. Yeah, but which is still an 11 dice attack, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, especially if somebody's trying to attack you and trying to take you out, right? Yeah. Um, And they don't, and then you slap back, and then it's your turn, and you come back into them. So, 
Yeah, I got a little too excited, I guess. But uh, no, this is, I and he's got the pounce, which is nice. I mean, it's just, I I like him a lot. I really do. Pounce is great. Uh, the one thing that he doesn't have that the other Killmonger has, aside from the tactics card, is he does not have a charge. Um, but he has the pounce, which is almost as good and maybe better than a charge. Like he also uh, it, has, it, right, he also has a range four attack. That's a gainer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is good. Which is really good. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, he's good. He's a good four-pointer. Uh, let's talk about that affiliation. Uh, I'll, I'll let, hold on. Before I move on, Brandon, uh, do you have anything that you want to talk about that's on this card? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, what about you, Brad? What, what's your quick and dirty takeaway? Um, He seems fine. Counts is always good. Untamed Force is good, but maybe not better than Counter-Strike because they get to defend. It just depends on the situation. Yeah. It does gain you power when you do damage because it's a builder. It is a gainer. Or, no, builder, sorry. Um, You're going to talk segue into the affiliation bonus, right? Yeah, let's talk about this affiliation. Um. What what is everyone else's take? I, I I gotta say I I'm not super blown away by this affiliation. I don't think it's it, I think it can be very useful, but it can also really bite you in the butt. And it, it, while oh, there uh, while uh, someone with an herb is attacking, it may add one die to its attack roll at the end of the re- so it can do it for both of its attacks if it does two. That can be really good. Sorry, what'd you ask? Okay, hold on a second. I'm going over this. Well, okay. Here here is what he's competing against. He's competing against the ability to spend a a power to re-roll. So I think the way it's worded, it's when you declare the attack, you spend the herb, you add one die, and it would only be for that specific attack. No. While a character with an herb token is attacking, it may spend its token to add one die to its attack roll. Oh, so yeah, it yeah. does. You do spend the token. It, okay. You do spend the token. Yeah. So it's not on both attacks. It's only on one attack. Yes. And then they take the damage at the end of the round, which is important because if it dazes them, they do immediately undaze. Like mm-hmm. they. So... And also, if you spend the token on your turn. You don't have to worry about the damage at all. Yeah. You want these on very aggressive characters. I have a question. Is there a character that has an herb token removed in this way? At the end of the round, when removing activated to remove all herb tokens from care. You know what? You don't, if you don't spend, you only take the damage if you don't spend it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I misread that. I thought, I thought you took it if you did spend it. Nope. But is it? It's a cheeky way to gain power too. That's I really true. thought it was gonna. Even when I was reading it, I really thought it was gonna say if you remove the herd, you heal a damage and gain a power. I didn't no. think you were gonna be punished for holding on to it. I really was actually shocked about that. Yeah, I, I it it encourages violence. I think that you could. You could do this in a way that you never have to take that damage unless you want that extra power. I think you absolutely could. 
I know I know a character I'm going to pair with them if I run this character as a Wakandan leader. Which what character? Uh, Sabretooth Apex Predator. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about what the uh, what's the synergy that well, you're seeing. Sabretooth always complains about not having enough power, right? And but once he gets going, he gets going, right? So what you could do is put an herb token on him, move him up. If he can't attack anybody, that's fine. He's going to get an extra power and take a damage. Big deal. He has healing factor, right? Um, for the for the next round. So um, he's got a pounce, and he's size three, so that goes good with him. So you could double pounce somebody. It's it's ridiculous. Even the OG Sabretooth might not be a bad thing because the OG Sabretooth has Untamed Force too. I mean, it's just... And then you put a couple of uh, other uh, Wakandans around him, maybe like a Nambaku, you know, to do the uh, new uh, Spirit of Wakanda card, give him more power. It's just, it's ridiculous. Those guys could just these those three together could really take on some big uh big character models and bring them down pretty easily okay and uh okay another thing about this affiliation is that it's choose up to three allied characters so you don't have to put out three every single turn if you don't think feel like you're gonna get those attacks off i don't know i i the uh, i i'm I'm not blown away by it, but it could be very good. It's in that realm that it's hard to it's hard to picture how it would play on the field. I would have to see how it works. I would I would say like if you had a, the untamed force or people who attack back, right? I would save that herb until that happens and if they don't knock you out then you do untamed force and then add the dice and then all of a sudden you're doing your vibranium weapons at six dice and getting power off of it yeah i don't know i just like this guy a lot no i think he's i think he's good i think he's really good actually well uh i guess let's uh are i don't think there are any tactics cards that are specific to this guy because um we don't know what his tactics cards are going to be. Uh, the Killmonger one doesn't work with him, but uh, I think that he would do real well with um, uh, Wakanda Forever. That would really, especially if he can give out extra dice on those attacks for, for everyone on the team. You usually are going to get at least three attacks on Wakanda Forever turn, so that would be even more damage you do when you do that uh um i i would interject that we might know one of his cards names oh what's that uh Kelly luna's glory because he has Kelly luna's flirt fury on here it's one of the wakanda cards on this list oh okay on the timelines list mm -hmm. yeah okay i mean yeah. you're right that's definitely going to be one of the cards that's in this <laughs> In this yeah, you, uh, pack, you have Bass Blessing, which I think would be the King T'Challa one, but uh, Kalana's yeah. Glory would, I think, be his. So, I'm just saying. 
you're right. I I I would be shocked if it's not a him specific card. Well, uh, let's move on to our letter grades. Um, y you seem quite up on him, Stephen. So why don't you go first? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to give him. I want to say A minus, but I, I'm going to drop to a B plus. I know he doesn't go everywhere. Um, and I think with the right models running with him, he's he's going to be a handful. So, I I agree. I think that he's going to see uh, a lot of Wakanda play. Um, I the the debate in my head is whether you bring this Killmonger or the previous Killmonger. I think that usually you bring this Killmonger except for Usurp the Throne, which is... Situational. I mean, it comes up a lot. It, it, and when you get it off, it will... It could win you the game. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but, but you're I not taking Usurp one... the Throne against Cosmic Ghost Rider, right? Uh, so. That's true. That's true. I mean, uh, I think that you're right. I think this one is better than the previous Killmonger. It's just the usurp the throne is the issue. Uh, and he's probably his own biggest competition. Uh, I think that I, I think that I'm going to give him a, a B plus as well. I think B plus is a good place for this, this model. Uh, Brandon, what are you going to give uh, Killmonger usurper? That's a good question, Fred. Um, I am not as high on him. I'm not sure he's that much better than the previous Killmonger, uh, which sees very little play. Um, I do like Pounce, and I like Untamed Force. I mean, he's fine. Uh, I don't know how much play he sees in Wakanda, and I don't know how much play he sees being splashed, so... I'm going to go with a C plus. Okay. You said C plus? Yeah. C. Okay. And uh, how about you, Brad? What are you going to give Killmonger Usurper? He's a pretty math leader, and he's only okay outside of that. I think Brandon... I, I almost said C, but I think Brandon with the C plus is correct. Okay. Okay. All right, well... Um, it's a super cool-looking model. Yes, he is. We like the... I do like the... I do like the being able to attack back. I think it's cool. Um, I I still... yeah, yeah, I think uh, the attack back is the best thing on him. But uh, Sabretooth has that and aggressive so that he can proc it more often. And how much do you see Sabretooth on the table? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just don't. Because okay. I was looking well, at the other Killmonger's card while we were doing this, and I'm not, I'm not sure there's much that I, I mean, like, because Special Forces is still really good. Uh, I like the charge, and I love the pounce, but again, focused on the kills, really good. The kill count tokens are really good. I actually would rather have Black Ops, Black Ops Strike as a spender than the. Oh, I like this one pure. better because you, the, the player can't modify their dice. That's fine. Stagger's a million times better. I'd rather have Stagger. I yeah, love... If you, get, if you get the trigger, yeah. I prefer Stagger. Uh, 
the one thing I've realized playing this game is how how good Stagger is. So I think that I mean that's the big thing. I think it's it's really good. I also like the place range three with a place gives them some movement shenanigans. Uh, being able to do that is nice, and then I like the stagger. Like I said, I like yeah. I just prefer, especially we're in a big boy meta. I like stagger a lot. Whiffing on if you throw eleven dice and whiff, it's gonna feel a lot worse than if you throw seven dice and if you at least get one wild. If you get nothing else, it at least feels like you've got value out of your three power. Brad, I have a question for you. Oh, do we lose Brad? Oh, I'm here. Okay, I know I know your voice is not very good. I'm sorry. So when it says uh, character cannot modify its dice, does that count for like Domino and Malika? No, that's not a modify. Okay. All Count, right. Counts as is not a modify. Got it. Huh. Wait, really? I thought because they have to spend power to do it, and they do that during the modified dice phase. But it doesn't actually no, they do modify the die. And yes, it is the it doesn't, that. It, oh, it doesn't it physically, it doesn't physically change the dice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's the important part. But okay. it, you can't re-roll, and you can't change them. So no cover, no re-rolls. Stuff like that. Okay. Not being able to to that it's it's weaker than I think it uh, than I was first thinking it was saying no uh, modifying dice because a lot of the defensive tech is stuff like counting blanks which this would not affect it would not affect right. that now right yeah but venom's still good right oh. venom's good for other reasons venom is very good for other reasons. <laughs> but Venom has the same thing, you know. He catches people out. That's, no, you can't that's modify like that. the that's like the cherry on top of the Sunday. You would eat the Sunday <laughs> yeah. without the cherry. <laughs> the cherry falls off. That's not you're not taking it back. No. I will say that uh, my friend Noah that we've been playing a lot. The one thing he realizes every time we play games now, when because we've been just kind of playing different affiliations to learn, um, he hates not having re rolls. So knowing that there are characters out there that he uh... he has to actively avoid, yeah, would uh, <laughs> probably crush him a little bit. So, <laughs> well, uh, that is our take on Killmonger Usurper. Uh, Brad, do you have any comic books that Killmonger has featured in that sure you want to bring to the table? Okay, so first thing I'm going to recommend is, I hate that it's called this, Jungle Action, Volume 2, 6 through 7 and 12 through 17. This is by Don McGregor, Rich Buckley, Billy Graham, and Klaus Janssen. Uh, number 6 is the first appearance of Killmonger. Uh, the first story is about Black Panther returning home from being away. Killmonger is trying to take over the country. Uh, they have their first waterfall fight in these issues. Um, it's really funny because Black Panther never actually wins a straight up fight with Killmonger in these issues. Uh, Killmonger just 
kicks his butt until something else happens. And uh, so it it always looks like uh, Black Panther's about to lose throughout the whole thing. Hmm. Okay. I mean, that's that's normal though, isn't it? For a lot of uh, a lot of comic books. Okay. Yes. The difference here is usually the hero then eventually overcomes and wins. Uh, Black Panther never does that. Oh, okay. So, like, at the end of issue six, for example, he gets, he just gets thrown off the waterfall. He just straight up loses that fight. The final fight, Killmonger's got him in the same position and is about to break his back. And, uh, I mean, this is a spoiler for the story, but... A little kid that Black Panther helped out earlier and Killmonger was mean to comes and pushes Killmonger over the waterfall's edge, saving Black Panther. So that little, uh, <laughs> the little kid saves the day. Right, saved by <laughs> uh, by Urchin. Yeah. So Black Panther just never wins. Hmm. Okay. Second recommendation, uh, the Killmonger series, one through five. This is Brian Edward Hill and Juan Ferreira. And this is the origin of Killmonger. He's a small boy that's stolen from his home and taught to hunt and kill. And this is how he becomes the man he grows up to be. And maybe why he's not okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's it. Those are the recommendations. That's it. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, um, I believe it's possible that Brandon's mic is dead. Uh, Brandon, if you can talk, do you have a uh, a list where you think that this Killmonger would really shine? And he is silent, which means that his his mic has died. Uh, I'm, it might be jumping this on on Steven here real quick. Uh, do you have a list where you think that he would really splash well into Steven? I, I, if you if you don't, that's fine. Uh, no, whole... I, I I actually do. Um, okay. Because I, I was Wait. thinking about this. I, I, I honestly think that if you put him in either of the Daredevil leaderships, he would be pretty good. Okay. Either, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Either of the Daredevils. Shadowlands, obviously, you know, somebody's holding an objective. He gets to re-roll that skull. Um, and then, obviously, with uh, Dare, uh, Daredevil, who's the Fender, uh, if he uses Untamed Force, somebody's got to be with him, too. You know, so we'll get a re-roll on that. Plus appears, which is which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and I guess that leaves me, uh, uh, my recommendation. And my recommendation is go watch the 2015 movie Creed, uh, that is, uh, starring Michael B. Jordan. Uh, this movie is 
sort of a follow-up to the Rocky movies. Uh, I, this movie features Sylvester Stallone in a supporting uh, in a supporting role, and it, it's it's actually really good. <laughs> like it's a really good movie. So go watch Creed. And that is that is our show today, uh, and that is our coverage on Killmonger, comma Usurper. Uh, go out there and play. Pick up this this kit. I think it would be the Killmonger Usurper is really good, and or I think he's pretty good. And uh, King T'Challa, I also think is worth having. If you're gonna play Wakanda, you're probably gonna buy this this kit. So. Go out there and buy it and have some fun. And I will see everybody next week. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>